In this episode, I read I Hate Winter by Frankie Elliott from a collection of poems, Piano Rats. I hate winter. I unplug the television. I unplug the refrigerator. I swept one half of the kitchen floor. I've been counting my mistakes on the lips of other women. I walked to the counter and back again. It was so cold outside I couldn't breathe. I opened the newspaper and I closed it. I did not see you in my future. I have only told two men that I have ever loved them. Both were two years too late. And there's this place in San Francisco where you can get blueberry pancakes at any hour. Outside, the sidewalk is wet. My shoelaces are untied. When the old woman waves at me through the window in the corner, I turn the other way. I can't look at anyone. Not today. Not tomorrow. The bus drives past me. The street is dirty, broken, and wet. The funeral home across the street is cutting a deal for cards, flowers, and caskets. I count my footsteps as I walk, but I do not call you. You do not call me. At home, I never sweep the other half of my kitchen floor. I heat up water for tea, but I don't have a clean cup. The tip of my nose is cold, and I keep looking in the mirror while I cry. I've been writing the names of every man I have ever slept with in chronological order into a three-ring notebook, and I somehow forget to put your name. I'm sorry. They don't know this, but I've been writing them letters. Most of them will never forget my name. Most of them already have. Before all this, I read 70 paperback books. I drink vitamin C, I wash two pairs of jeans, and told 20 people my life was over. My life is over. I imagine a 4am bar with crooked strangers and dim lights, me making small talk with a semi-attractive girl while waiting to buy drinks at the bar. I never thought that one day I might miss you. I never thought it would take energy to appear completely normal. When we first met, I said I couldn't imagine us fighting. I have not opened my mail since March. I've never had a gin and tonic. I always said the first person to break my heart was my mother. Then I realized the second was my father. Maybe the third was you, but I'm pretty sure it was me. The third person to break my heart was me. And you. I liked when you were talking in your sleep while I stared at the shadows on the wall. In the morning when you were downstairs, I would wake up, wash my face, and brush my hair. I'd lay awake and wonder about your ex-wife. I'd think about which things in the house were hers. You always made me feel so damn insecure. I've seen photographs in magazines of the greatest moments of mankind and felt shortchanged. I've seen photographs of women with high cheekbones and large breasts and felt completely shortchanged. I have studied the faces of other people's children and imagined what my daughter will look like one day. I wonder if it's an inherent sadness. I worry that I've inherited sadness. I have studied the faces of distant men in bars and wondered about the size of their cocks, wondered about their fetishes. I wonder about yours and mine. I have woken up happy. I have woken up sad. I have woken up every afternoon more tired than before. My hair is freshly shampooed. My stomach is completely flat, and I have always wanted someone to fuck me on a piano bench like Henry Miller. I put strawberry lip gloss on my lips to distract myself. I buy a book I have already read from the bookstore down the street because I can't think of any others. I think of the blue light and the bottle of aspirin in your bathroom. There's a fire escape and spider webs where we once kissed that concert with 2,000 people where you slipped your hand up my dress. I'm wearing lace underwear. My legs are shaved. I have this memory of my mother with a heavy camera around her neck and gold earrings. I never saw her wear earrings before, and I still smell just like the day you met me.
Thank you. So, onto the commentary for I Hate Winter by Frankie Elliott. Um, I feel like if this podcast continues, I'm more or less just going to end up having read every book in Piano Rats. Um, so, sorry, Frankie Elliott. I'm going to pretty much just read everything you've written in this podcast because I just enjoy reading it. Um, I love the repetition. I mean, it even starts the first line, the first lines. I unplug the television, I unplug the refrigerator, I swept one half of the kitchen floor, I've been counting my mistakes from the lips of other women. Um, you know, that repetition of I and unplugged in the first line. But then how it goes from, you know, telling as domestic as, you know, turning off, or unplugging your television, unplugging your refrigerator, and, you know, sweeping the kitchen floor to counting mistakes on the lips of other women. It's just wonderful contradiction, I guess. Maybe not contradiction, but it's quite jarring in all the best sense of that word. Um, and it happens again uh, two stanzas later, where she says, I have only told two women I have ever... Two women? That's a Freudian slip. I have only told two men that I have ever loved them. Both were two years too late. And there's this place in San Francisco where you can get blueberry pancakes at any hour. So, my Freudian slip aside, um, it's that thing where she's telling about she's only, you know, she's admitting that these, all these poems are autobiographical, so I'm just going to assume that on some level this poem is also autobiographical, but the narrator, I guess, at least, is saying, I only love two men, but there's this great place in San Francisco that does blueberry pancakes. Actually, it doesn't even say they're great, she says it is a place. And throughout the poem, there's this kind of wonderful repetition of I, or, you know, the bus drives past, the street is dirty, the funeral home across the street is cutting a deal. And then back to I count my footsteps as I walk, but I do not call you, you don't, you do not call me. So again, you get this kind of wonderful painting of the scene, and then it cuts back to the narrator walking up and down the sidewalk, which is wet, and her shoelaces are untied. Or the narrator truly sit on time. Um, I think I said this in the last podcast, and I think I've said this in every podcast with commentary for Frankie Elliott's poetry. I just like the narrative in this. Um, the story is a really good story. It painted wonderful scene. I've never been to him anywhere in America, but I just get these wonderful scenes in this in these poems, and there's a story in there. And, but nothing feels cliché, nothing feels trite, there's nothing in there that, you know, you could say, oh, you don't need that stanza, or you don't need that, that story arc, or anything like that, you can just kind of read these poems, especially in piano arts, you can just read them, they're great stories, they're recognisably poetry, which is always important, um, and it's just definitely, definitely worth reading, guys. Um, so thank you for listening, I hope you enjoy this, enjoy this episode, and if you do a great favor I would you know, appreciate if either you could share this or maybe review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this uh, thank you again thank you very much